to more than a few words, a marketing conversation for business owners. This is your host, Lorraine Ball. So, watching the economy, is there going to be a recession? Isn't there going to be a recession? Should you grow? Should you shrink? What should you do with your business? That's what we're going to talk about today. And so I've invited Beate Chalette to join me for this conversation. She is the growth architect and founder of The Women's Code and provides visionaries and leaders with proven strategies, blueprints, and growth maps that provide clear steps to improve business systems, strengthen leadership skills, and teams so that their clients and audiences can maximize profits and scale their impact. Beate, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Lorraine. I'm looking forward to the conversation. I am too, because I know this is something that a lot of the business owners that I've been talking to lately are wondering about. What should I do given the current state of the economy? So where should I start as I look to make decisions about the next six months and a year? Let's start with something really, really simple. Maybe I phrase it as a question. So if all your competitors are stopping to market, what do you think you should be doing? (laughs) (laughs) I love that question because obviously if everybody else is pulling back, you move forward. That was like so simple. So I guess we, we just finished with the interview already because that really in essence is what it's all about. It's like you need to think about this from the perspective of There is no safety or security. And frankly, six months ago or a year ago, there wasn't either. And then it was COVID and then it was like whatever other things. And then it was this and it was that. And it's constantly whiplashing. So what the media wants you to think is that what is the thing that they can scare you with so that you open their their emails and that your eyes are on their content so they can push advertising to you because that's how they make money. So if every time you go and you read a piece of information, you remind yourself that that's their only goal, especially on the online media stuff, is to keep your eyes on their website as long as possible. So what will it take for you to go, oh no, this is just terrible. What am I going to do? Oh no. And then you go in the rabbit hole of frustration, scarcity, and all this good stuff. So you just need to literally just stop that because that's that's a that's a marketing tactic, which we don't use and we don't want you to use either. We want you to use ethical persuasion, not fear-based scarcity. So now if you think about what should I do and what should I not do, then you go, well, if everybody else is scared, then I need to work on my confidence, how I show up. I need to work on my, we call it the unapologetic value proposition, how I set myself apart, especially for the coaches and consultants, because there's 2 million new coaches and consultants entering the market. And number three, how do I get in front of as many people as possible? So those things are exactly the same regardless of what's going on around you. That's just how you should move your business forward. Once I master those things, I show up unapologetically, I read the news with a grain of salt and recognize that I got to get up tomorrow, whatever happens out there. Are there things that I should be paying attention to? Are there economic indicators that maybe won't send me running and burying my head in the sand, but 
things I should just be aware of to make sure I'm growing appropriately. But the number one most important thing is you need to know what your clients or your prospects are thinking. We call this the airtight avatar here at The Growth Architect. What I have found is if you think about when AI first entered the market, how much has changed in in the time since. Now, very few of us are going through a single day without using ChatGPT or some sort of AI intelligence in our business to drive it forward. Now, you also need to look not just on your end, what's changed for you, but what has changed for your client or your prospect. Because I can guarantee you, if you have not done in the last six months an updated avatar and looked at what is it that they're worried about right now, you have the differentiation factor between you know the environmentally conscious client that you have to the overwhelmed mother of three that you know also buys your services if you're not clear about what they worried about right now you're in trouble so the most important thing you should be paying attention to is who am i selling to is it even the same person number 2 has their assumption or has their recognition of what the problems are that they have right now changed? And then number three, is my offer, my solution addressing the problem that they're having now? Not six months ago, not a year ago, but right now. Wow. That certainly gives me a lot to think about because obviously a lot has changed. And as you mentioned, with the advent of, not advent, but with the acceptance of use of AI and it's showing up in more places, it is creating this shift in what's important to me. It is creating a shift in what's important to my clients. How do you stay on top of that? What techniques should I be using to gauge where my clients are? Well, number one, I mean, we created a tool called the Airtight Avatar. You'll find it at airtightavatar.com that we literally just relaunched because for that very reason, we did this exercise ourselves. And when we did, we had these epiphanies and our team went, Beate, if we have, we are seeing such a significant change in how our customer is looking at what's going on in the market and we have to adjust our language and our offer accordingly, should we not give this to our 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 clients as well and our you know and 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 the world out there to say here's a simple tool to do that. So I always would start with that and you know you don't have to use my tool. I'm sure there's plenty of other tools with creating avatars and things like this out there. But that's always where you start. And I have this exercise Lorraine where I I tell people to literally close their eyes and think about you know, what their potential client goes through. So imagine, you know, she let's say it's a mom of two. She wakes up, her kid got sick, threw up all night. She's tired. She's exhausted. She has to figure out how to get, to, you know, daycare taken care of. What is she going to do with the other kid? So now she's already super stressed out. She makes it, you know, barely on time. So she's even more stressed out. Now she's being called by her boss into a meeting because that jerk that she works with took credit for something that she really did and blaming her for something that he screwed up. So now she has to justify her for something that she didn't even know happened over the weekend while these guys were golfing. And now you make that phone call to her and she picks up. What do you need to say to your client in that moment to, to break through that pattern that you know this particular person is in? 
that's where where you start. You really think about, I mean, we're marketing. We're always marketing to people. What do you need to say for her to say, thank God you called and not, I don't have time for you. I'm on a do not call list. Yeah. You have to give her, I think, a little bit of space to tell you what's going on. Because as you said, there are all these things happening that you may not be aware of. You need to be sensitive to the fact that they could be there. That's a lot to keep in in mind as you're trying to navigate the waters in your business. Yes, but you know, I, I, I have a very practical approach to this, Lorraine. I always think about this from the perspective of reframing. Marketing is all about reframing. So if I know that somebody has a particular issue, a particular problem, then I should be able to reframe this in such a way that I can get the same result but just in in a in a much better way. So, you know, I was I was doing some training for a nonprofit organization and we talked about this difference between making a phone call and saying, "Hi, I'm from a nonprofit organization. We are asking you to to give us money for our nonprofit and here's the reason why our nonprofit is such a good investment." Or I call and I say, "Well, you know, we know that you are invested in driving the community forward. We thank you for being in the past so generous, not just to our, but to other nonprofits. So we are now, we're making a lot of phone calls to help our clients to achieve their goals in in spending next year. So before I even go anywhere, I want to ask you, what would you like to achieve with the donations that you make? What would you like to see? And getting into a conversation about making it about them instead of making it about about yourself. And when you say, well, we're here as your partner in this, what would an event look like that you want to sponsor where you feel like you get the biggest bang for your buck? Can we just talk about that for a minute? Do you want it done for you to want, you want it done with you? Do you want to have access to the board of directors? Like, what are you envisioning? Now I can tailor my ask specifically to what they're telling me. Now it's a whole different conversation. Now I'm a, a trusted partner, a thought partner, an advisor. Absolutely, because you're, as you said, you're engaging them in the conversation. Fianti, this is great because it really helps people, helps certainly my audience, think about the fact that they can control the outcomes regardless of the economy, if they focus on the things that they're doing and staying in touch with their clients. That's great advice. Thank you. You're more than welcome. I'm going to encourage everyone who's listening. There is a wonderful link to growthblockerquiz.com in the show notes. Check it out and Use that tool to maybe learn a little bit more about your business and certainly about the things that Beate does. Thanks again for being a part of the show. If you've enjoyed today's conversation and would like to find other resources for your business, be sure to check out our toolbox. Look for MTFW wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.